Hey, good morning, everyone. Um, my name's Robbie Thigpen. You know me from the Sargassum Podcast. And usually when we're here, we, you know, we, we have a lighthearted good time and we talk about issues with Sargassum in the Greater Caribbean Basin, East Africa, and Indian Ocean, and, and everywhere. And all. Um, and and we're, we're, we like to be lighthearted. Today's different. Right now, I'm in um, Jeffers Creek. The sun's rising, sky's clear, the birds are singing, and it's a beautiful, beautiful day. The air's sweet. It's just wonderful. It's not like that in some places today. For example, St. Vincent's. They had a volcanic eruption there. Everything's down. The crops are destroyed. Rivers are flowing with steaming mud and a lot of other things. But it's not just affecting St. Vincent. It's affecting the Grenadines, Barbados, and if the wind shifts, it's gonna be affecting some other places too. And what we're gonna do right now, Francisca and I are about to talk to this Stacy, Stacy Alvarez from Barbados. And she's supplied us a couple of images that we're gonna share with you. It's a video clip. Video clip from the other morning, this same time of day, and it looks like midnight. Um, if you can hear my voice, and you're on one of these places being affected and you can get in touch with us. There's an email address down here below in the clip description. Write us, we wanna hear your story. Today we're sharing Stacy's. Uh, tomorrow we'll be uh, sharing Dr. Ash's story. He's been on St. Vincent and I think he's back in Barbados now if I understood correctly. And, all, and we wanna hear your story. And if you're there, we all got masks. But if you gotta be outside and all this stuff, maybe wrap a towel around your face. Get some of that other, you know, extra particulates in the, in the air so it doesn't clog up your mass and start drawing stuff in from the sides. Um, you gotta drive your car, try, don't, don't drive your car unless you absolutely have to. You get this stuff through your air filter, it's metal. You know, it's bad. Maybe maybe wrap something around your air filter, a towel or something to um, make sure it's secure. You don't need to get caught in a fan belt or a fan or anything, but you wanna, you know, protect your vehicles. Um, just be careful out there. Um, and let us know if we, you want to share your story with us and, and, um, we wish you the best and we hope that things get better. Um, and for now, I'd like to introduce you to Miss Stacy Alvarez of, uh, of, uh, Barbados. Thank you much and we'll see you soon. Welcome everybody to a special edition of the Sargassum podcast. Today, we're not talking about sargassum, but we're talking about the volcanic eruption in St. Vincent. And right now we have Stacy with us from Barbados, and she will tell us a bit how it is in her island, which is in the middle of the ash cloud of the volcano. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're facing quite a situation with the ash cloud. Thanks a lot for doing the podcast and just in all the helping to raise awareness. I think everything counts, everything's important. Um, at the moment, the way it is, I can't even imagine how bad it is in St. Vincent because here we have, we've had to have a couple of days where businesses have just had to shut, shut down because the amount of ash that was just covering everything. Um, there were points in time when like nine or 10 in the morning in the northern parts of the island looked as if it was you know, the dead of night. It was, it was, you couldn't see the sun at all ash was blowing everywhere and there was 
if you went outside, like right now I'm on my patio, which I couldn't have been yesterday. It felt as if it was like someone was throwing grit in your face constantly, the levels of ash. Um, when I went outside to see my car, well, I couldn't actually see my car. It's just like covered. Everything is covered, covered in ash. And the challenging thing about it, it's not like um, dirt or dust that will disintegrate or you can really wash off easily. It turns into a kind of almost cement-like sludge when it, oh. when it gets wet. So at one point, we were, people have been trying to, you know, hose off everything you can hose off to try and clean. But that's had kind of an adverse effect where a lot of the water in our reservoirs have gone quite low from us. Everybody in the islands is just trying to clean as much as they can, which at some level is actually futile. Because, for example, this morning there was another eruption at about quarter to eight in St. Vincent, and we could see the haze just start. Thankfully, it wasn't as bad as, you know, over the weekend. It still seemed as if it was daylight. But, you know, over the weekend, it's, we've experienced these periods of darkness, and there's going to be an adverse effect on some of our agriculture, for sure. It's going to cover everything. So, you know, the flip side of this is that, you know, I always look on, you know, the silver lining in the cloud next year or later on down the road. I know that the soil is going to be really enriched by these minerals. But for now, on the heels of what's been happening with COVID and the hits to the economy, um, you know, it's, it's a tough journey now to, to, for us. And, I, you know, I say that, and at the same time, I cringe at myself saying it because what's happening in St. Vincent to the people on the ground there, I know is, is 10 times worse than I can probably even begin to imagine. So yeah. it's kind of the situation here. Yeah, well, you know, you, you mentioned the, the water and the, um, you know, agriculture, which was, you know, like I said, it's gonna be my first question. But of course, there's uh, also in your reservoir, there's a layer of ash settling in that. Is, are you noticing anything different in the, in the drinking water or anything um, like luckily, that? Luckily for us, um, our, our administration, the government was very much on target with trying to clean as far as they could with the reservoirs and ensure the reservoirs were, were um, kind of secured against any ash. I must say that we were, people did specifically ask that problem because we know that in St. Vincent right now, for example, I know that there's no power, there was a huge power outage, but there's no water because the sulfur has contaminated a lot of the water supplies. Again, we don't have that same problem to that extent. Luckily, um, we haven't had to deal with contamination of water, just low supplies and the pressure is very low because everybody is trying desperately to clean because again, on top of COVID, people with any allergies or respiratory issues, oh, that's another imagine. thing that has really, really hit quite hard. Because again, this isn't like dust, it's like fine sand or fine metallic particles that, that are just, just covering everything. And even in the time I've been here speaking, I can see there's just this film, the start of dust has just started to settle on a few of the things around where I am. So it's, it's quite yeah, well, a, a severe situation. Yeah, one of the silly, stupid things I want to keep blurting out, well, is, well, at least everybody's got masks around, but that would just be... Yeah, I mean, that's, I that's, a hor that's a horrible thing to say. Yeah, and, and you it know? has become a necessity even inside. I have some members of my family who, you know, <clears throat> one member of my family is experiencing some chest pains and tightness of breath just from being inside. The combination of the dust and then the feelings of claustrophobia and wearing the mask, which is yeah. still better than the health effects, the negative health yeah. effects of dealing with the dust. So well, before we just had to where when we're in public with other people now we got yeah it. and now it's it's become a matter of necessity you just gotta wear it at home as well 
That's that's oh, yeah. I, I can't I can't imagine my heart breaks for you. Yeah, all. I mean we've we've experienced two or beaches are now, you know, ironically looking like the gorgeous black sand beaches of St. Vincent. A lot of ore beaches tend to look like that from just the, the ash that's over all of the sand. And a lot of the water now is this kind of brown sludge that's been coming in because of all the ash. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I've actually recently come across a video photograph of the outside of the hospital, or main hospital, the Queen Elizabeth Hospital, and everything is just covered now. All the cars, it looks just like gray snow is covering all of the cars. And, and again, the, the people in there as patients dealing with that level of dust. Someone, they've gone up, up on their roof to check their gutters, and because it rained at some point after all this, uh, the ash fell, it's like she's putting her hand, they're putting their hand in cement that's all along the gutter because, and that's another issue too, gutters are being clogged and breaking because of the weight of all of the ash and the water. So it's um, there's a lot of repair and, and yeah. you know, recovery. That are, are people collecting um, rainwater through their gutters as well for their home or to most um, to run Not off? many people do that. Most of it tends to run off, to be quite honest. I have to say, as far as I've seen, most of it is runs off. Are, are, are you folks expecting weather events in the near future? Um, not right now. I mean, I hate to try to predict because this year of my life has been one of the most unpredictable ever. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I hesitate to, to predict or try to predict anything. Um, you know, as it is, we, Barbados luckily has been spared a lot of the major hurricanes that have occurred. But, um, you know, we wouldn't even need to have a hurricane right now. Any kind of major weather system were it to come on the heels of what must be a lot of blocked drainage and clogged drainage here at the, at the moment would lead to, you know, flooding. And yeah. to well, well I was more thinking of not a, not a horrible weather event, but rain that might help things a little bit, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's a funny medium. It rains slightly nice. and for the first time in days, we could actually see the green. A nice like shower. The plants, the plants looked green as opposed to gray. Yeah. But, you know, again, it, when, you know, some of the ash will get washed through, but then that some of it does tend to collect. But we yeah, were yeah. lucky in that today there was a bit of a sprinkle and it's kind of washed as far as I can see. I can actually, as I said, the leaves look green as opposed to gray. Yeah, well, settling the dust can be a wonderful thing, you know, and, and that's kind of what I was thinking about when I yeah. asked that question and all. Yeah. yeah. And all. Um, <clears throat> you know, the one thing that we, you know, we see on the news over here usually is big pictures of you know from a distance and all that we don't get to hear the stories and see what's going on and see what's affecting people's lives so we really appreciate you allowing us the opportunity to share that oh i know i appreciate being here i appreciate your raising awareness because you know something else that happens in st vincent it's very close and dear to my heart because i was born there and you know friends and family and loved ones are there and i know that they're (laughs) you know, they're just trying as best they can to keep going and they really appreciate any kind of aid or assistance that anyone is sending because there are ways to send monitoring donations and there are ways to send donations of goods. And I think, you know, I've been trying to encourage people to cover all the bases in terms of donating. Please do donate to any grassroots organizations or NGOs that are on the ground. Money is going where it needs to go in manning, you know, running shelters and help getting supplies for shelters. You know, I've heard stories my family and friends telling me about teachers who are manning the shelters which which turn which are usually schools that are turned into shelters you know using their own funds and using their own money and pooling together to buy food and any equipment that they can get you know there people left their homes in such a hurry that you know people don't have sanitary um 
supplies and yeah. proper clothes and yeah it's 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 really a it's really a bad situation and you know there are also plenty of avenues to donate monetarily through um the government but i think you know people can cover both cases ngos and quote-unquote legit government sources i think that really would yeah. be the best way to go that i appreciate you moving away from the sarcasm focus and and shedding light on an issue that's so you know so cataclysmic in so many ways but you know you really appreciate well, it well, thank you well speaking of the sargassum and yes. all and um and, and the sea, actually, because uh, this is something else I want to ask you. How, how close do you live to the sea? Um, well, I'm in the middle of the island, which is not that far from the sea. It's, I mean, I can look. I can't see the sea now because the horizon is so hazy, but I'm, I don't know. How to maybe, if you're sit, maybe if you're on the roof, you, if you're on the roof, you could see it. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Okay. Yeah. Have you been down by the ocean? Have you, have you seen the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the volcanic ash settling into the ocean and all? Yes. Anything yes, you've I noticed have. there? Yeah, I have. I have seen the, as I said, I have seen, I've seen videos, but I've also seen the, just what was sand now just looks like black or very dark gray concrete beneath it. You can see yeah. sand. But. Yeah, but you're talking about on the beach, so I'm more interested in what's happening in the water. The I'm water concerned has, about the seagrass is what I'm yeah, concerned about. Yeah, yeah. And, and the mangroves too. Exactly. The water has taken on a kind of a, a grayish tinge. You know, which again, I guess it's just inevitable. The presence of the ash in the actual water and on the sand, it's going to happen. Um, again, I haven't been down here today, so I'm, you know, I'm hoping that all of that will clear because luckily the last couple of eruptions, the wind blew them either north or south of the island. So we escaped, you know, a major, major ash covering the past 12 hours or so. We haven't, it hasn't been as bad. So they, 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 you were telling us that St. Vincent is completely off the grid right now or right they, now right now as far as i know yes and even if you do own a generator the amount of ash and, and volcanic dust in the air is really going to have a negative effect on any kind of machinery that's another problem any kind of machinery you know by the oh, time yeah. so so yeah if you happen to get in touch with anybody um give them our whatsapp contact information down the calls and we'll try and put them on we'll, we'll set up i sure will immediately I will. And, I really and see if we can talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be an important story to tell too, if, we're, if it's possible. Yes. Yeah. Because there is a sense of isolation there, obviously, and a sense of desperation from, you know, it was one thing when, you know, they didn't have the water, but then no water and no power because you can, you can collect water, but you can't collect story electricity in the same way. Yeah. So it's, yeah, um, well, it's been, it's been difficult. Well, the thing is, when you're you you know when, when you're in a situation in a desert, I guess is what yeah. the island's pretty much been turned into, or at least part of it, you know, um, everything's dry and you need yeah. water. You need, you need water just for basic hygiene, let alone to drink. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and it's, 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 it's a bad spot. They're also dealing with COVID. You know, they're also dealing with having sanitation issues and I mean, I talk about ore agriculture here, but we're lucky. I think I've, I was reading some articles, I think a good 40% of the agriculture in St. Vincent has been wiped out from wow. the, the, the eruptions here. I'll send you that documentation that I found as well. So there's major oh, rebuilding that, that has to be done on, on so many levels. So any help that we can give is it's, it's, it's crucial that we just help in any way we can and help them get back on their feet. Yeah. yeah, this it's yeah, this I'm, I'm kind of without words. We we usually yeah. I'm you know when our when we do our podcast, I'm usually one teasing and cutting yeah, up and your laughing. Podcasts I, are awesome. 
Oh, thank you. I like that. I, I, I think I asked pretty good questions, but usually we're very happy about that. I think what yeah. we're doing, dealing with right now is very solemn yeah. and all. Mm. And, um, mm. and, and I, I just don't know where I'm, I'm without words. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, I think um, I, I learned a lot of things, like, as you said, like the, when the ash is there, you can't run a generator. All those like little details that you told us um, in this yeah. short interview that you don't even think about when you just see a video or a news coverage, yeah. how it affects yeah. everybody's like daily life. Yeah, on every single level. I mean, mm-hmm. as I say, even the, you know, the level of cleaning and dusting, the only reason to try to clean is that it's worse to deal with an, a, an extended accumulation rather than just clean, knowing that it makes no sense at some level, knowing that everything's going to get filthy. Again, as I said, the respiratory issues people deal with, you know, in terms of, anyone with any kind of air conditioning, I mean, again, which is a luxury, but it can't run anyway at the moment because the effect on an air conditioning system, let alone the effect on indoor air quality from running an air conditioner with this level of, you know, haze and, and, and volcanic ash, it, it can't be done. Well, people's engines, everyone's gonna rush to get their car serviced because the few times that people did have to drive anywhere to get essential supplies, all of that air going into the engine, you know, yeah, it's it's seriously. They, 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 they need to be wrapping a towel yeah. around the uh, yeah. their uh, yeah. their fil- air filter. That might yeah. help a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, it's, I, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I just yeah, like I said, I'm without words. Absolutely yeah. without words. And I, I say all this in the knowledge that again, I'm so much better off and and so much luckier than what's happening now on the ground in some instances. So I really do hope that. You guys can talk to someone. I'll try as far as I can to share your information so you can get, again, real on the ground insight from anyone who's there. We, unlike a lot of the people that's doing news stories, we got a kind of a different uh, obligation, I believe. Right? And, yes. and well, we're not really obligated to do this, but um, but something we should do. Our, you know, the, the Caribbean Basin is our backyard. And, yeah, I do appreciate yeah. that. I sense it's yeah. quite appalling with what you guys do, and I really appreciate yeah. how much you guys really enjoy well, what you do. Yeah, so. well, thank you, and and we we appreciate this opportunity because there's always a bigger story than than just the normal yeah. things that we cover, and you know, and, and and from you know when you and I were talking about my project earlier, you know, you know, I care mm-hmm. about people, and I'll just for that little thing, and, and everybody, you know, every mm-hmm. everybody, and. Um, and if, if we can help in some little way with this, you know, this is this is an easy thing for us to do. And and we want to share people's stories. And, and so just put them in touch with us. I sure will. Thanks so much, Ken. Do, do you have anything else you want to share with us today? Um, just thanks so much for the opportunity. And just anybody out there who, you know, is going to give or contribute or donate, please do. I mean, I'm on LinkedIn. Maybe I can share my LinkedIn details later on. And, you know, I have been posting about ways that people can contribute monetarily or otherwise to the to the um, situation there. And I'm also trying to give information for both NGO and governmental um, sources and pipelines of funding so that, you know, all the bases can be covered. So, so you know, anything you can give or any help would be really appreciated by the people in Vincent. I know that for a fact. Yes, even people who can just give a little bit if everybody yeah, just gives a counts. few dollars that adds up That's really what I fast. Say. I always say, I always have that. Everyone, every little thing makes a difference. There's a ripple in the water, so it can, it'll make a difference. Excellent. Well, everyone, this has been uh, the Sargassum Podcast today or the Volcano Podcast. And all, uh, we're talking about the stuff happening, you know, and affecting, stuff happening in St. Vincent, affecting the other islands right now. 
Uh, we're talking to Stacy Alvarez with uh, from uh, Barbados, and oh, she's a teacher and a whole bunch of other really cool things. And and we've listened to her story today. And there's anything you guys could do to help, please, please do. And uh, with that, we're going to sign off for now, and maybe we'll have some more stories over the next few days with this this same stuff. Thank you.